In the world of business, profit is everything. Those that are not profitable are condemned from memory. And the most important business of all is watching anime. Welcome back to the Weekly Anime Performance Review, the show where we review the performance of anime weekly. We are your three high-powered anime business executives. I am John, your CEO of Weebs. I am Chris, with the Shattered Mirror. And I'm Andrew, and I'm making necks sexy, as if they weren't already. Do you have a neck thing, Andrew? I mean, if I didn't say as if they weren't already, one of y'all would have. Uh, the first anime on our list is Blue Period. In, in this week's episode, Yatara's mirror gets broken in an accident, and it gives him some inspiration for his self-portrait. The art students go to a natural history museum for inspiration, and Yatara, Hashida, and Kuana pass the first exam. Hell yeah. Also, the piece that he... The, the piece that he made for the exam was actually super cool. Like that, it that shit is insane, dude. That's so that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's something that they've done a good job of is that all the art is actually good art. <laughs> that they're like they're not mm-hmm. just like oh this is great art and it's like not a two year old's drawing. Yeah. That would be hilarious though, actually, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's clear that the author had, like, an actual appreciation for, well, I mean, obviously, they're probably an artist also, but... Really? Not, not, well, not every, not every manga artist necessarily is, like, into, you know, classical art and, like, you know, is all about composition and drafting and, and, like, perspective and all that. Like, some people just, like, draw really good characters and just, like, don't draw backgrounds. Yeah, that's what the assistants are for. Yeah. I don't, I like, like, I think the bleach guy would love to not draw backgrounds. It's why, it's why they all started wearing the same jacket at the end of Naruto. <laughs> I don't know if he hates drawing backgrounds, but I know Aichiro Oda draws all the living things in one piece. Wow. I mean, if you just don't want to draw backgrounds and rather draw living stuff, like, I get it. Sure. That's but, probably the fun part. But... Uh, I like the Natural History Museum, too. Yeah. I was actually at the, the Natural History Museum here, and there was a bunch of art students in there with their big sketch pads. <laughs> yeah, well, because it's, like, it's a good place to go to draw stuff that is... Yeah, but like, it's a good way to go to a museum to get inspiration and not go to an art museum and rip someone off, so mm-hmm. to speak. Yeah. How like they didn't get an assignment until their second pass through the museum because they needed to de-stress some. So it's like, hey, just enjoy the museum. Because if they had known there was going to be an assignment, they would have gone through and been like, what can I draw here? Um, yeah, this one is really good. And I'm very excited to see what the second exam is. 
because they're actually going to do an oil painting for their oil painting course. Yeah. Well, it's probably easier for everyone if they're just like, just do a sketch first. Or not a sketch, but you know, like a yeah charcoal drawing, so that way they don't have to worry about it drying and whatever. Shit. Getting all that oil paint for all those people. Yeah. And also, it's a good, like, generic test, because it seems like all the art stuff do it. All the Yeah, because Ruka is not an oil painter, but she still had the same exam. Not Ruka. Yuka? Yuka. Yuka. Yeah, it's Yuka. Because uh, her because their birth name is Ryuji, and that's what Yatsura calls her, but uh, they prefer Yuka. And she did, they did just straight up give up on the exam. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, there's two ways that can be interpreted, because the examiner said, you are you leaving? Did he give up? And then Yuka said, oh, it seems you like you must have bad eyes for an artist. And I, I, I want to say that they also said yes, like they kind of agreed, but like that could be implied as, oh, you have bad eyes as in like you don't see my art piece type of thing. Either way, this is not the last we see of Yuka for sure. We never see them again. That would be hilarious, but like actually would not be good. That would suck. It would also be funny though. Like if if this show had a different tone, I could see that, but I don't think it is true. No. I think if I think if we had spent a lot more time with Yuka and that they had had this whole build up of like the stress of it all, and then it culminates with them being like, you know what? I don't need to go to school for this. I'm fine keeping this as a hobby. And then they leave. I I could see that being like, this is the last time we see them. Yeah, but I feel like there's too much, not necessarily unresolved, but like too many issues still hanging around that can deal with. Anyway, this show is real good and I'm very excited. I vote to retain. I shall also retain. I'm retaining as well. Next on the list, we have Irina the Vampire Cosmonaut. In this episode, on their pre-transfer date, Lev offers his neck to Irina and she accepts, but the bus arrives too early. It's down to Mikhail and Lev for the first cosmonaut, and they preemptively start filming propaganda ahead of the launch. Irina isn't actually working at the design division. Instead, she is still scheduled for disposal, but KGB lady may have other plans. Lev is chosen as the first man in space and chooses Aster as his call sign. It's not a sex thing. It's definitely not a sex thing. Zero percent is it a sex thing. Yeah, zero percent sex thing. Vampires have never been a sex thing ever. <laughs> right? Yeah, like we can definitely. all agree on that. Right, fellas? Sure. <laughs> but this show is not like... It's not like... Yes, it's a sex thing, but not in like a gross way. It's a sex thing in like a very sweet way. <laughs> if that makes sense. Surprisingly enough, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's very much framed as like going for the kiss after a date in this episode. Yeah. 
I think either Love is going to fucking die, which, fair, um, or he's going to survive and they're going to set them up as some sort of couple as to, like, famous people who got together or something or other. Like they're the going, yeah, they might, like, ship them, ship them together for propaganda pur- purposes, like it's the Hunger Games or something. It's a surprise idol anime. Yeah, because, like, the KGB lady was like, hey, we should, like, make her, a, like, a singer or a film star because the the United Kingdom has some half-vampire stars. <laughs> it just becomes an idol anime. Wait a minute. She could become, like, their Olympic figure skater because did you see that shit in that one episode? Oh, yeah. I think the Soviet Union was historically very good at figure skating. I believe I mean, it. Obviously, in, being a country that included Russia definitely has some uh, ice. But yeah, we're going to get another probably I think next episode is probably another space episode. Yeah. Space yeah, yeah. We, cool. we only have two episodes left of this one. Mm-hmm. Yay. Probably space next week. It does line up like the date of his flight does line up exactly with Yuri Gagarin's. Nice. I thought it was on purpose. I mean, I feel like so far this has like followed the actual timeline somewhat faithfully. I'm sure Yuri Gagarin would be very happy to know that he's now an anime boy. He's an anime boy shipped with the vampire. It's the dream. That's the dream for real. I vote to retain. I'm also retaining. I'm gonna fire. I'll kill you. I just don't care. Next on the list is Comey can't communicate. In this episode, the Comey crew goes to the pool. In the second half of the episode, Comey's dad finally appears and Comey goes to the library. Comey goes to the playground also. Yeah, there's not much point in doing like really detailed summaries of this show just because it's very much like a gag series. Yeah. I liked the segment with Comey's dad. I thought that was really cute. Yeah, I love Comey's dad. He is my favorite. Also, shout out to this show for giving an anime character two on-screen parents. (laughs) But yeah, I liked this one a lot. Um, And it really is much more involving everyone than I expected because we were thinking it was just going to be the three of them, but everyone shows up in this episode. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Well, it is kind of not super surprising, but I also thought it was funny, though, how the. Like they invited Agari, then they did not invite anyone else, but they all showed up anyways. Yeah, because uh, because Yamai is a stalker. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also sad they changed the line from. Um, I forget the wording they used in the anime, but in the manga, they use, they said uh, Tadano has developed a new fetish. Yeah, it was something like. It wasn't that, but I recognize that frame from all the memes, which uh, when they're going down the slide and his he's getting hit by Comey's hair. Oh, and like he's like, this is nice. And it's like Tadano has it, it, it was like discovered a new feeling or something like that. All right, then. Uh, but yeah, I remember seeing like the, the scanlations that were like 
<laughs> there they described it as a fetish uh or you or you, or not don't up to you up to you really i really like this show but again like i don't want to say too much about it because we've we've talked about this like every week for f- several weeks now but it's like do we really want to just like say all the jokes to you no i think you'd be better served by watching it yourself do you like it just because it's funny yes is that it there's a comedy else that you like about it i am going to give this show a retain i'm also retaining this one i'm gonna retain this well all right that is three retains for comey can't communicate next on the list is my senpai is annoying in this episode the whole cast goes to the beach futaba learns to swim a little bit meals are eaten and fireworks are fireworked natsumi and sakurai tease futaba about how close she is with takeda and takeda points out how close sakurai is with kazuma at this episode i realized that um i forget sakurai's brother's name yota sure but he, he reminds me kind of of Shota from Dragon Maid in that uh, he's just kind of like a 10-year-old hanging out with a bunch of adults. Except I feel like the difference here is that there's at least other children in Dragon Maid. So it just kind of feels kind of weird that like it's a kid hanging out with a bunch of adults and like he didn't bring any of his friends. Yeah, well, part of it is that um, it was just Sakurai being like, oh, let's go to the beach. And then they invited a co-worker that they both knew because he helped him out mm-hmm. or she helped him out. And then just kind of went from there. Yeah. Like, I get it, but also it's weird. Or I guess it's not weird because there's a bunch of adults there. It's weird that she was like, hey, bring your friends. But then her brother didn't bring any of his friends. Maybe he doesn't have friends. But he has that one girl that he shares a hobby with. Yeah. Right. Well, maybe they're not, like, that close, you know? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, (laughs) we're close, but are we going to the beach with a bunch of my sister's adult friends close? I don't know. I also got kind of spooked when I saw Takeda and Sakurai alone at the in the morning because I was like, oh no, are they going to have like a big misunderstanding moment? But no, it turned just... out to be the opposite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think is great. Yeah. Normalize that cross-gender talking about relationship stuff. Normalize, normalize not having misunderstandings like that. Yes, that too. Yeah, I fucking hate like the misunderstanding that could be cleared up in three seconds if people would talk to each other trope. So I was like, oh, God, they're going for it. But then they didn't. <laughs> I like this one a lot. This episode, I like they were, I was started to get a little, little down on this one for a while, but I'm liking it more now. Mm-hmm. It's still true that like my least favorite characters is like the main two, though, which is kind of funny. Yeah. But fortunately, the supporting cast is strong enough that that doesn't matter that much. Mm-hmm. 
I'm also yeah. There, there are a lot of this show more than I was expecting based on like the title and the general premise. So that makes me very happy. I'm a retain. I'm also retaining. Andrew doesn't hate the rom-com. Oh, my God. <laughs> I guess you there's technically hate, like two. You just but... hate the actual romance. We we really do need to do like a. We really need to do our actual uh, like a tier list of the rom-coms we've talked about on the show at some point. Day special. Sure. All right. Last on the list is Sakugan. In this episode, Team Mamempu continues their journey and gets marooned on an isolated island after a cave-in. Mamempu figures out a way to send an SOS signal by using fruit as batteries, and finally tells Gagumber about the version of her dream where he dies. Eventually, Maroro arrives in a submarine to rescue the team. Meanwhile, Shibito attacks and shuts down the colony of Manjimai. At least I think it was supposed to be Manjimai. I think so. I think they're right next to Oh yeah, because they were talking about it at the radio earlier in the episode. Yeah. What's their deal? They want freedom. I don't think we're supposed to know yet. If the bad guys of this show turn out to be anarchists, I'm going to be fucking pissed. I think it's kind of like Yuri's group from the colony they were at before, where, except a more radicalized version of that. That's kind of anarchist. As soon as they mentioned Muroto at the beginning of the episode, I was like, oh, he's coming back soon. Rather than like just uh, like escaping, they just they, their plan was to send an SOS. I was like, the only like character that really could show up is Mororo, honestly. Yeah. I'm not complaining because I like him. Yeah. <laughs> this, this episode was a lot of fun. Uh, everyone was just running around in their underwear the whole episode, except for Mempu. I do love how the adults are like super chill about everything. <laughs> They're like, well, we're marooned on an island. Let's just go eat papayas all day. Yeah. That would give you, like, the worst shits. Fruit is good for your shits. Yeah, but, like, only fruit? Yeah. Fruit's got a lot of fiber and shit, so, like, it gives you, like, good, clean poops. Like, that's why you you shouldn't, like, peel fruit before you eat it, unless it's, like, an, an inedible peel. Because, like, that's a good source of fiber, so you'll have a nice, clean pinch later on. So you're saying I should sell my bananas whole from now on. Gotcha. I like how this episode, Mimimpu was like, like, she was like, oh, I have to be the adult here and be the leader here. But no, she's still just a kid. And like, yes, Mm -hmm. she will have good ideas a lot of the time. She doesn't have to shoulder leading the group. Yes, (laughs) That, that was very funny. She kind of learned that, like, sometimes the adult thing to do is to chill for a second. Yeah. Anyways, I'm going to retain. <laughs> I'm also retaining. I'm also going to retaining. All right, that is three retains for Sakugan. Uh, so which means that we're going another week without firing anything. Uh, this <laughs> the. This season might just be the five episode, five show season. We had a six show season once, didn't we? Yep. Yeah. It was fall 2020. That was, that was what we were doing a year ago. That was that season. Skate's about to be Skate, Wondering, and Horimiya are winter. Oh my God. Yep. We've been doing this for two years now. It's kind of nuts. This has been your weekly anime performance review. If you liked what you listened to here, you can follow us on Twitter at Wappercast for updates and occasional funnies about our little show that we do here. 
Uh, also, be sure to tune back in on Friday for our special episode on Cowboy Bebop, the anime version. Don't worry. <laughs> Wait, we were supposed to watch the anime version? Oh, Christ. Don't do that to me, even as a joke, Chris. So be sure to tune in for that on Friday, December 10th. I'm good at dates. Anyway, I've been John, your CEO of Weebs. I've been Chris, and it's not a sex thing. And I've been Andrew, and I have a secret rock jacket. Beep boop, ravioli. <laughs>